Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in Bingo podcast. My man, Adam Pac-Man Jones, is away. Not going to be on this episode today, but in his stead, that's right, I have former Cincinnati Bingo legend, Icky Woods, joining us on the show the Ixters in the house. What's up, Ick? How you doing, man? <laughs> well, oh, man, you know, Sai, just chilling. What's going on with you, man? Hey, I know you were down at Paul Brown Stadium yesterday because you were a vendor down there. You're doing business while the Bengals were whipping up on the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I know you had to feel some kind of way about it. When it was going down, what came to mind? Well, you know, what came to mind is, that, is that's the way we used to beat up on the Steelers when I played. That's you right. know, because, you know, that's everybody right. talk about how the Steelers was beating up on us. And I always tell them, shit, when I was here, they didn't beat up on us like that. That's so right. that kind of reminds me of how we used to, because we used, I know, in the four years I was with the Bengals, I think we beat them at least six of those, six of those eight times. So I told, I told the guys, I said, I don't know what it's like to lose like that to the Steelers. And this no. team here reminds me of when we was busting the Steelers in the mouth, man. They, they showed up yesterday from, from, from the first kick to the end of the game, man. They just played on all cylinders, man. It was just a total domination. It really was. And before we get into that, I should let everybody know that Today's show is presented by Bet Online. They're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the rest of the NBA season. And for all your prop bets, the odds, and all the lines, you can do that on Bet Online. And it remains the number one spot for all basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, and more. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Okay, all you have to do, bet online. It is where the game starts. And, yeah, I want to bring this up because I remember you came to the Bengals during my second season. I was a rookie in 87. And then in 88, you came, and we right. just ran through everybody. And yeah. we, we beat them twice that year in 88, went to the Super Bowl. You were doing your icky shuffle thing. And then in 89, <laughs> we beat them twice again. And, right, then, right. and then in 90? We beat them twice again. We beat them. We beat them six times in a row from '88 through the '90 season. Now I left in '91. You were still here, and I think that's when things maybe started to turn a little bit. But all you remember your early days here. I know that because I was here with you. Because we were we were running through everybody. In fact, we owned the division. That's when Warren Moon and the Houston Oilers was in the division. Cleveland Browns was in the division, and of course. We, you know, we we had our way with everybody. But when you watched the game yesterday, and I was talking to you about hey, sorry, Baltimore yeah. wasn't even the team then. You no, know? no, no. <laughs> they were the Cleveland Browns. Ozzie Newsom right. was playing right. for the Cleveland Browns. Uh Bill Belichick had just come over to coach the Cleveland Browns. Right, right. No doubt. So, no doubt. So yeah. we were whooping Baltimore. They just were called a different name. They were called the Cleveland Browns. Right, right, right. And we we were we were housing them with Marty Schottenheimer and Bud Carson and then Bill Belichick. We got about three coaches fired in Cleveland. Because, you know, when you keep losing to a team, right, they, they fired the coach. 
That's what happens. When you keep right, losing, right. No doubt. No they doubt. fire the coach. That's how that's <laughs> how that happens. So right. uh, but, but I want to get your thoughts. What was it about our teams then that allowed us to have that kind of domination? Because you know, people don't remember that, but it because it was a while ago. But we had right, we, right. No we, uh, we were the bullies of the division. We became the bullies of the division. Right. And I could kind of see this young team in Cincinnati yeah. now growing into that. What did you see about our team then? We were very young. And in 88, man, we that, took the lead by storm. What did you see about our team then that you might recognize in the team now? That that that's, that was key, Sally, as, uh, as we were young. And they're a young team. And, you know, and, and most of the guys on that team – come from winning programs where, you know, in college they won a little bit. So they bring in that winning mentality into what's going on now and it's starting to show up because all the guys are playing together. They're, they're, they're most, like we were, they're, they're close-knit team and, and they play well together, man. They, they talk through stuff and they, and, and they try to do things together a lot like we did when we were coming up. You know, we hung out together. We yeah. did a lot of things together, and they're, start, they're starting to show a lot of team unity because these guys are are definitely a, a, a close unit. Tyler Boyd went to Pitt. Joe Mixon went to Oklahoma. Uh, we know yeah. T. Higgins went to Clemson, played with Deshaun Watson, played in a lot of big games, played with Trevor Lawrence. And then, obviously, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase went to LSU. So, yeah, you're right. These are guys who are used to winning. And when we first right. got here – the Bengals weren't a bad team in 87, my rookie year. That was a strike year. We didn't have the best record. But they already had Boomer Esiason. They already had right. James Brooks. They already had Eddie Brown and Tim McGee and David Folger right. and Joe Kelly. Man, they had some dudes who could play. So when we got here, we looked at it and said, hey, man, these dudes just need that young energy right. that we kind of no brought doubt. to the table and because we expected to win, and they needed that young, youthful energy to win. And I kind of see that with this team right now. Um, yeah. I see young guys, but they don't know no better. They could care less about what the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> had already done to the Bengals. Right. These right. guys showed up with a whole new attitude, and I'm loving that about them, Nick. I, I do, too, because they showed up with that you-got-to-show-me mentality. I, I'm not going on what happened in the past, what you guys done in the past. you got to show me you can kick me in the mouth right now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and when they got out there, they, they showed Pittsburgh a whole new side, a whole new Bengal team. And, you know, I was telling a few of the Pittsburgh guys who I was hanging out with, they were like, oh, man, okay, you guys jumped out to a league. But uh, we're we going to see what happened in the fourth quarter. Y'all give it back to us. I said, listen here, bro, this is an entirely different team than those teams of the past that, that you guys come down here and bully, man, it's not going to happen. And so as the game went on, you know, as we kept scoring, I kept getting a little louder and a little louder. And I said, by the fourth quarter, I said, man, are you ready to concede this win? By that time, it was 41 to 3. Oh, I said, oh, oh, oh this win is over, bro. Y'all, you might as well concede. He was like, well, yeah, I got to concede it now. I said, I said you should have conceded when they first kicked the ball off. But we, because these guys were ready to play, and that was a great measuring stick to see if they could beat the Steelers. Because I, I keep telling everybody, 
The only way we're going to win a division is we got to be able to beat the Steelers twice. That's right. That's right. That's it. And you and, we, and you know the role for this division, it goes through Pittsburgh. That's how much right. respect that even no today we have for Pittsburgh Steelers and the people of Cincinnati. This is not meant to be anything disrespectful. It's just there comes a time where you got to pass that torch. This is plain right. simple as that. And this is that time. And I remember when you joined us in 88. We already had James Brooks. Stanley Wilson came, and you know Stanley was a man. He would go right, bring right. it. James Brooks no was a dude. But you were <laughs> you were that dude that took us over the top. And I, I see the same with Joe Mixon today. Yeah. So kind of yeah. take us down memory lane and help us to understand, because you came in as a rookie. You led the league in rushing touchdowns. You had over 1,000 yards rushing. Uh, man, you gave us something we didn't have. And when we loaded up to run the ball behind Anthony Munoz, right. Max Montoya, Joe Walter, we could roll gray with the best of them. So take us down memory lane. Let us know about what that run game was like then and how it's very similar to the outside zone stuff that you see Joe Mixon running right now today with the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, well, you know, we like you said, we had those big hogs up front, man, and we had um... – we had me who would run downhill. You had James who would hit it up inside and bounce it outside. So, as you know, that year that we went to the Super Bowl, man, the run game is what got us there. That's right. You know, That's right. Because we led, we led the league in rushing that year. We, we were a run first team, and then we would pass the ball. And it seems like the Bengals are getting back to that now. That's right. Because, you know, Joe Mixon, I, I, know, he, I know he had to carry the ball about 20 times. 28. And P-Ron kind of reminds me of J.B. He's not as small as J.B., but yeah. he had a little scat back that can get in there and get and get those tough third-down yardage that you need, man. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's very similar. The only thing that they don't have, they don't have that big tight end like Rodney Holman that we had to do that middle thing, but That's right. you know, Uzama's pretty nice, and yep, yep. and uh, I, I like to see that uh, that young kid Moss's son get in there and maybe 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 get a little playing time. Zach but, Moss, uh, man, That's I right. You, I'm, I'm excited, Solomon. I'm excited. I, I ain't been this excited in a long time about about a Bengals team, man. But I'm very excited. See, I'm excited because Frank Pollock came back as the offensive line coach, and oh, he man, clearly. He clearly gave us a whole different mentality because he married right. the offensive line to Joe Mixon. And everything right. goes through Joe Mixon. I don't care anybody tell you, Joe Mixon is the offense. And you think he right. got 10 touchdowns now. You had, what, 18 your rookie year when you right. had, had us going that year? So he got yeah. he got about six more games left, man. I think six right. or seven more games. I think he go, he might get close to you. He might get there. Yeah, because, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And I, and I hope he does. Because, you know, the right. thing about it, man, dude, they keep winning, man. It just makes the city live, man. And I like yeah. to see that happen again, man. Just have the city on on fire and everybody's live and everybody's lo loving the Bengals, man. It's, it'd be a great thing to, you know, to, to get back there, man, because we hadn't had a playoff win since we played. So, you know, it's been a, it's been a long time. They, you know, they made the playoffs, but they hadn't had a playoff win, you know. You and, and so I, we, yeah. looking forward to that. You and I were on the field that very day, 1990. Right. It was actually right. January of 91, so we had just crossed over into just a new year. Over, right. But it was the 90 <laughs> season, January of 91, and we 
housed the Houston Oilers when they came up right, in here. Right, <laughs> I right, remember right. we were, and that was a great Houston Oilers team. You know, they had right. Warren Moon, they had Ernest Gibbons, they had great running backs. They had a Hall of Fame offensive line with Mike Munchak and Bruce Matthews. But, bro, we we put it on them that day because that's what kind of team we was. And I, right. I tell people all the time, wait, we were a physical team now. Our defense was physical. Our offense was physical. And then we went out and played Bo Jackson and the Raiders. Yeah. And, and Bo, you know, Bo, Bo did what Bo do. They say, they say Bo knows. Bo, knows. Bo, Bo got us. But, you know, that was the last game Bo played in because he was hurt. He got hurt in that game against us. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, if they had instant replay, yeah. we got that fumble Bo put on the ground, too, man. You know, remember Bo, ben Bo laid it on the ground? Yeah, he and did. And gave it back to him, man. We yeah. Replay in. We we probably been in that time. We would we would have won that we would have won that game, and they went up. I think they went out the next week and lost to Buffalo and put right, Buffalo right. in the Super Bowl. We had already beaten the Bills in the AFC Championship game, so right, I would right. I would have loved to have a rematch and play them again because we had beaten them in '88 to go to the Super Bowl in no the doubt. AFC Championship game. But the Bills are a great team. Those Steelers back then with Rod Woodson, my good friend Greg Lloyd, Carnell Lake. Um, remember, I ended up playing with those guys in 92 with right. Bill Powers' first year. I became teammates, so I have a lot of respect for those guys, just like I have respect for this Steelers team. Big Ben Roethlisberger, T.J. Watt, Casey Hayward, Joe Hayton. You remember, Tyler Boyd is a Pittsburgh guy. Right, Tyler right. Boyd, he, uh, he, he brought his Pittsburgh mentality to this Bengals right. team, and I appreciate him for that. He said no it doubt. after the first win that they tapped out. Now, right, right, Pittsburgh right. was supposed to do something about it in this second game. Bengals ended up right. winning 41 to 10. I think right. they I think they tried their best. But when they went to go dig deep, there was You're nothing, right. there was nothing Not, there. And, nothing in the tank. And, no. and, and, and the Bengals kept the pressure on them. That, you know that that yeah. and the thing about the Bengals defense that kind of favors our defense is. There was no big, big star. You know, you you had guys yeah, who made yeah. plays, Faux Rock, E.T., uh, Eric uh, Thomas, E.T., yep. uh, Tim Crumry. You had guys that, that that made plays, but there was no no real, real standout because we all played as a team. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And, and the defense was getting turnovers, busting people in the mouth, getting them out of there on third down. <laughs> You know, just like this team is doing now, you know. Yeah, that's right. In the past, third down come, third and five, you know, they, they giving them third and five. This team now, it's hard to get a third and two on them, that's you right. know. They're getting them out of there. Hey, man. No third down. That Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, whole new yeah. ball game. That's a game change. Whole new ball game. Yeah, yeah. They became what um, what the Pittsburgh Steelers would normally do with their edge right. rushers, with T.J. Watt and some of the guys. Now that's the Cincinnati Bengals putting that kind of pressure on the opposing quarterback. And I really appreciate what I'm getting from these guys, man. I love the fact that they are hard hitters. They bring it, and they have an expectation to win. Here's, here's how you know you're dealing with house money with the Bengals. I'm watching them. Second half, bro, they mm -hmm. came out. They would hey, they would. They were they were having they were, get, they were getting their groove on. They were Joe Mixon. They were getting their groove on. 
They they remind me of a young Icky Wood. Yeah, Didn't did his group up? They were showing that swag, boy. I loved it, boy. I loved it. And then he got the big lime in that ball, too. Oh, no. That thing was sweet. That thing was sweet. I want to see that again. Oh, yeah. I want to see that one again. I love that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that takes me back to the day that the that the Icky Shuffle was born. I want you to I want you to tell I want you to tell our listeners before we let you go. I want you to tell our listeners how the Icky Shuffle was born, when it was born, and when it was debuted. Well, it, it started uh, when I uh, we were playing a game against the Cleveland Browns. I think it was our fifth game of the year, and I flew my mom in for for a for the game. And me and my two oldest kids at the time were uh, they were two and five. And I just started playing some music silently, and I got up and started acting silly. And I was like, Mom, if I score tomorrow, this is what I'm going to do. She was like, boy, you bet not do that. <laughs> I said, I got to. <laughs> I said, I got to, Mom, I got to. So it just started silently where I kind of just jumped. I just kind of jumped up in the air. And um, I just kind of walked and went side to side like that. Yeah. Uh, on the first time, and then uh, when we came into the locker room, Ricky Dixon, who was our first round choice that year, he was like, Woods, Woods, what was that? I said, Rick, that was my celebration dance. He was like, man, that ish was whack, man. That was whack. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, Rick, what you mean it was whack? He was like, nah. It was whack. I said, oh, Rick, I said, so what you think I ought to do, Rick? You think I ought to put some steps to it? He was like, yeah, Ick, man, put some steps to it. So the whole week, Sally, I'm thinking, what can I do? What can I do? I couldn't come up with nothing. And just before it was time to go out, the shit just hit me. I think you, Rick, and E.T. was right there. And I said, check this out, boy. This is what I'm going to do today when I score. I said, I'm going to go. I'm going to go one, two, three. One, two, three, one, two, three, and I'm gonna hop back three times and spot the ball. And Rick was like, oh, hell yeah, he better be cool. Right. And you and he were like, don't you do that shit, don't you do that. <laughs> I saw like I you want. I like walk. You know, it just took off, Solly. You know, and I, and I tell everybody, man. You know, I was just happy to be in the right place at the right time. We were winning ball games, and we made it to the Super Bowl that year. So I was blessed enough to be in the right place at the right time. Hey, I knew you had something going because the very next week, we were getting ready for a game. I think we were getting ready for the general, who it was, the Jets or somebody. And then Paul Brown came into the locker room. Right. And when the old, when the old man came in, everybody got serious, right? Because he was still he was that he had that right, presence. Right. He was a legend. He was a legend. So he Paul right, Brown right, right. came in, and so Paul walks over to you. He said, "What did he say to you? I'll let you tell it. What did he say to you?" He said, "Icky, he said personally, I don't care too much for that little dance you do." He said, "But my wife loves it. You can do it anytime you get ready." Oh, that's that's what we said. Oh, you are old. 
you were because <laughs> you know he didn't play for none of that. He used to say, right, give me this right, all, act right. like you've been there before. Just give the ball to right, the ref. He right, he right. would tell us this every year in training camp. And now you come along, you were like his favorite child. Dickie, you, you can right. keep doing that. Right. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my goodness. He done won the old man over with that day. Right, right. That was awesome, man. That was awesome. Yeah, man. We had we had a great time, brother. I tell you. But well, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm looking at these guys, man. I'm having so much fun. And you know, I go to a few ways. I went to the Raiders game, and brother, just to go down there and be able to walk through that stadium, yelling "Who in?" and have my big feet on. Oh. I just had such a wonderful time down there, you know, just traveling with the guys and having fun. Hey, when I first got here, Kenny Anderson had just retired. He was a great quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, a former right, league right. MVP. Right. Um, Boomer Esiason, we played with him. Phenomenal leader, a former league MVP, great quarterback right. in his own right. 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 I watched Carson Palmer came through, who I thought he was the most talented of any right. of the quarterbacks that ever play here. Play I mean, here, just, yeah. just a pure slinger of that rock. No, no doubt. Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. I think he's the most complete package that they've ever right. had at the position. Right. He's he's just ever had, right, right. Ever no had. Doubt. I mean, all no when doubt. it's all you put it all together, all the good yeah. stuff that Boomer had, all the good stuff that Kenny Anderson had, right? All the good stuff that Carson had, this guy's right. got all of that. And he's from right here in the great in state of Ohio. He's yes, from the Buckeye no State. No this dude, he's, he's about to do some great things. It I don't even I don't even want to jinx it because it ain't no jinxing it. He just is who he is. He's right, I think right, he's gonna right. be, I think when it's all said and done, he's gonna have done some great things here for this organization and for this city. No doubt, no doubt, and I and, and I I concur with that, man, because he's just a real humble kid. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you said, he's here from Ohio, man. Just just great to see the young kid coming here, man, and just take control. You know, let 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 everybody know, hey, I'm I'm in control, guys. Believe in me, and we follow can me. Get this thing done. Yeah, follow me. Believe in me, and we can get it done. And that's the mentality he's got, and everybody's. I'm I'm so glad that everybody's buying into it. You know, yeah. the whole organization is buying into it, man. It's been it's been a a, a, a rough couple of first years, yeah. but you know that that was the building period. Now 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 they're reaping the rewards of all the work that they put in in those years that they didn't play as well. I gotta get my man Chad Ochocinco on the show. Because when Chad was here, I covered the team and I said stuff about Chad. I, I told Chad, like, yo, man, you a distraction, bro. Hell of a player. But just right. keep tone that down and go win some games, man. Don't You cannot put the show before the game. The game right, come right. before the show. And you know what? Right. That's what I like about this team. This team, no drama. Nobody is right. trying to put – they're not trying to put their brand before winning games or before the team. Every single guy, these young, they're young dudes too. Right. They they right. get it. They get it, man. They get, they get they, it. They walk softly, but they carry a big stick. I just wanted a to say stick. that. No I, I like that about this group. I like that about yeah. you. 
except you're except for that yeah. damn icky shuffle because everywhere we go you doing that and we getting stuff i don't get nothing for free you get stuff for free you get stuff for free i gotta tell them we get you and i we going to go play golf somewhere way up north of state ohio he's speeding the cops pull him over i keep going i like i ain't part of that if we stopped at the at the at the place to get something to eat. Five minutes later, here you come. Never got a ticket because he the icky shuffle man. They like, oh, you icky wood. You can go ahead. Don't worry about it. Still living off that damn shuffle. Still living off that damn shuffle. <laughs> hey man, thank you for joining me today. Hey, you be the best, my man. Appreciate hey, man, you. I had a great time, Solly. Appreciate you having me on, brother. All right. For Icky Woods, right. I'm Solomon Wilcox. This is another episode of the Believe in Bingo podcast brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.